We don't grow alone. We flourish when we do life together. To flourish means to grow or develop in a healthy way, especially as a result of a particularly favorable environment. Join me for conversations about growth and change as we talk about what it means to flourish and create the community you crave. You're listening to the Flourish Together podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Worley. This is episode 21. Mom, get off your phone. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. I am recording today. It is the last day of school for my kiddos. I'm sitting here with my third cup of coffee, and my kiddos have a half day today. Uh, which is nice for the last day of school. So I'm excited to go pick them up a little bit earlier in the day and spend some time with them, just kind of decompressing the year. Um, I think we're going to have a Starbucks date later when I go get them. Um, This mom has had way too much coffee, but... um, If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that months ago I built this really cool built-in desk in my house. And so we have this little nook that when we built this house, we had the builder leave it blank and not do anything with it. Um, And so because I knew that I wanted to make this little nook a little office for myself. So it's this cozy little nook and I'm sitting here with my coffee and today's podcast is, I'm just going to be honest, it's super vulnerable for me and I'm just going to be real honest with you guys with where I'm at with the phone and where I'm at personally in my position. So this is more of a calling myself out and holding myself accountable and just the thoughts that have been going on in my head and the things that I've been journaling and praying through on this subject. Um, So that's kind of my little disclaimer. This might not be something that you struggle with and that's okay. Um, But for those that are listening, moms, dads, whoever that might be struggling with the phone and how much you're on your phone or just the whole dynamics when it comes to the phone. Um, I hope you guys find this episode encouraging and I just want to share some honest thoughts and some practical things that I'm putting into play to hold myself accountable to the issue uh, and the conviction that I'm having right now in this season of my life with the phone and social media and all that goes with it. So a couple months ago, I talked about this briefly in the episode of the podcast that I did with Ashlyn Carter. If you haven't heard that episode, I'll link it for you in the show notes. But Ashlyn and I were kind of talking about screen time and different aspects of the phone in that episode. And um, I had already been thinking a lot about this subject uh, at the time when we recorded that podcast episode. And since then, it's just something that has stayed on my mind that I have just felt the Lord's conviction about and felt like I needed to revisit this subject, like I said pray about it and just journaling some thoughts about it. Uh, These are the conclusions that I've come to. So 
a couple, not more than a couple months ago, it's been the beginning of the year. You know how you could do, I have an iPhone, I'm an iPhone user, and you could do that update where you, they had the screen time available, tracking how much screen time you're using your phone and how much time you're using on certain apps. And I didn't do that update on my phone right away because I needed to update the operating system on my iPhone. And I just, for no other reason other than I just kept forgetting to do it, did not update the operating system. And so I couldn't use that screen time feature, which probably at that time was great because, you know, sometimes ignorance is bliss and um, you just don't know what you don't know, right? I want to say that I've always, you guys will hear me say this. You've heard me say this before. I think that the internet is a great thing. I think that social media is a great thing. I think that God can redeem the internet. And I think he has in many ways in my life. And I see the internet and social media as a tool that can be really used for God's glory if you let him. And some of my very good friends I've met online, I've connected with so many women um, just in podcasting and in business and in networking that are all doing really great, amazing things in their own lives and in their own niches, uh, in their space, in the internet, and God is using them. So this is not um, a bad rap on the internet or social media or anything like that. But I think each of us has our own personal journey, right? When it comes to how we use the internet and maybe how we use social media in our lives. Um, And so this is kind of just where I'm at. So I finally did the screen time update to my phone at the beginning of the year. And you guys, I'm not going to tell you the exact number, but I'm going to tell you that it was very surprisingly high. I had no idea how much time I was literally spending on my phone and tethered to it a little bit, right? And so I was completely shocked at the number that came up and really felt uh, convicted, honestly. And I kind of set it aside um, and didn't really think about it very much and then kept coming back to it and thinking, wow, I don't really like this number. I don't like that when you open up the screen time uh, report or whatever you want to call it, that it's telling me how much time I'm spending on Instagram or how much time I'm spending on this app or, or the other app. And part of the reason I think that I've struggled with the the phone and the screen time is because, like I said, I see so much purpose and good that God can use um, in some of these things. Um, and then the other part is because it's part of my work and part of my quote unquote job to be on certain social media or on my phone at different times. Um, And I do a lot of business and work from my phone. So I just had a hard back and forth time looking at how was I using my phone. But like I said, when I saw that screen time report and the number that came up, I honestly was very convicted and very embarrassed as to how many hours per week 
I was spending on my phone. And when I really looked at that number, I thought to myself, this is some people's like part-time job hours. The, the amount of time that I'm spending on my phone is part-time job hours. So I felt very convicted and that was kind of the thing that catapulted me into really looking at where my heart was at and where I felt convicted in this issue. And, um, you know how your kids do like they do those like surveys or not surveys, but questionnaires about their mom and they fill them out and they're like fill in the blank. Like how old is your mom? Um, what's your mom's favorite food? Different types of fill in the blank questions. And then they bring them home from school. Um, um, so my son did one of those at school and the question was, what does your mom do at home while you're at school? And he put in the blank, she plays on her phone. And I'm just going to be very honest, like reading that broke my heart. It really, really broke my heart and convicted me because my kids don't have cell phones, um, at all. And so, you know, when your kids don't have phones and that's not something for their everyday use, I think it's very hard for them to understand what are you doing on your phone all the time? Why is it always in your hands or what are you looking at them? Um, you know, and there after that questionnaire came home from my son's school and I read it and I just felt so convicted. And um, it really made me take a second look at what I was doing on my phone and really wanting my kids to not constantly see me on the phone. It also made me want to explain to them more what I'm doing on my phone if I'm working and show them what I'm working on and kind of take them along so that they can understand that mommy's not on her phone just doing whatever um, I'm working at the time. But ultimately, it really made me take a look at the priority that I'm placing on my phone when they are here with me at home. And so I had to sit down with myself and then I had to sit down with my kids and have just a real honest chat about how they felt. And I mean, I feel like parenting and our children is they're such a good mirror of ourselves and such little tools that the Holy Spirit uses to speak to us because you know what? I don't know about your kids, but my kids are honest and blunt and they just say what they feel and that's something we've taught them to do. And so they can be really great little mirrors and reflections of what the Holy Spirit wants to teach you. And in those conversations that I was having with my kids about the phone usage, they were just really honest. And so those kind of two events for me this year really um, allowed me to take a look at this. And I started to put some things into place um, as far as the phone usage for myself. So I wanted to kind of share that with you guys. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, I don't know where you're at with this subject. Maybe this is not an issue for you. Maybe it is an issue for you. Um, and maybe there's some encouragement that you can take from some of this, these thoughts that I have. But 
one of the things that I started to do was I started to think I really needed to have more um, priority, like I said, um, in when I'm using my phone and when I'm not using my phone so that my kids understand what the phone is for. Obviously, we use our phones to call and communicate. There's that part of it. But most of the time, I'm using my phone for work and sometimes pleasure, obviously. Sometimes I'm just on Instagram or I'm on Pinterest looking at things, you know, um, when we have downtime around the house or on the weekends or whatever, you know, you're using your phone for the both and. And I really wanted to put some boundaries around around it. And, and I really have been very mindful of how often I am using my phone or on my phone for just um, mindless scrolling or for my own interests, like I said, when I'm around my kids. And it's not that I don't want my kids to ever see me on my phone again. It's more that I'm mindful now and trying to be more present with them when I am at home and not be on my phone. So I really committed um, myself since the beginning of this year to really diligently um, plan out my days so that I get my quote unquote work done while my kids are at school. Um, and so that the bulk of like what I need to get done on my phone, uh, if I need to be on my phone or even my computer done while they're at school. And it's been really challenging for me because I've always worked in pockets of time around their nap schedules when they were babies or when my daughter was at school. And, you know, when your kids are young and have no um, idea of what the phone means or computers or anything like that, like it's really easy to just you know, be on those devices and not worry about it. But then your kids get older and they're have they are more aware of the phone or their computer or the tablets. They're more aware of those things. They're seeing it. They understand it more. So that's where my kids are at. They completely understand and are more observant and more aware when mommy is on her phone or I'm sitting at my computer working. And so I really have had to change a little bit of how I work and when I work in order to work around this issue and not feel so tied to those things. Um, and I'm not going to lie. Part of it is I enjoy um, being on social media. I enjoy the work that I do. And so it's a joy for me, but I don't want the work that I do to come at the cost of my kids seeing me on my phone or on a device. And I don't want to constantly be working. And, and so it was a really good challenge for me, this issue to prioritize when I need to work. And so that's what I've done. I've really tried this year, this first half of the year to prioritize that. And another kind of rule that's just practical for me that has worked really well for me that I wanted to share with you guys is that I have really committed to putting my phone away. I'm not perfect at this by any means, but it's something I've really tried hard to put into practice these last few weeks um, to put my phone away from the hours of four to eight when they get home from school. Um, I either go put it on my desk, which is adjacent to the kitchen, so that if it rings and somebody needs to get a hold of me, if it's our family or something, I can still hear it and see it, but it's not on me. It's not in my back pocket or anything like that. So that has just been 
a really practical thing, like I said, for me to put into practice and really trying to focus my days and that. And for me, that involves making a list of all the things that I need to get done and the things that I need to do, you know, on my phone or on my computer that are work related so that I can really get the bulk of that done and carve out time for that when my kids are in school or not, not near me and not needing me. And I think more, more so than anything, I think that this is more of a mindset and being more self-aware, um, to not be tethered and tied to my phone or my computer or devices, if you will. So I hope you guys found this episode encouraging. Like I said, if you want to connect with me on social media, I would love for you to come find me there on Instagram at Andrea M. Worley. And if you want to look at the show notes for this episode, you can find show notes, freebies, and more on my website at andreamworley.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. If this podcast has impacted you, I'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. Jump on over to whatever listening platform you're enjoying the podcast on and leave us a review and rating. It really helps spread the mission of the podcast even farther and helps people hear about the show. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.